What's the last place that we should look if we want to see ourselves clearly? Hey, everybody, it's Russ, and this is the Decide to Lead podcast, the podcast for those who've made the decision to lead and are looking for ways to more effectively lead others so they can accelerate the results they've got to deliver. Um, I'm actually, if you can't tell from the audio, um, I'm not in the home office with the fancy equipment. I'm uh, I'm actually in a hotel room, which is kind of crazy. Um, this is the first trip that I have uh, made, first flight, first, um, first client trip since really in like five months since COVID-19 um, started spreading and shutting down the whole world. So I got up at four o'clock this morning and uh, headed to the airport. And it, it honestly, I, uh, I, I haven't wanted to fly. Those of you that listen to the podcast for a while, you know I travel a ton um, in the pre-COVID world. Usually it's somewhere around 160, 165 flights a year all over the world, Singapore to London, to, uh, Oh, where else? Australia, New Zealand, all over the U.S. and um, and so that's my life. And and the last five months it hasn't been that way. And so it felt really felt. Um, I expected to be like um, I expected to be a little timid. Um, quite honestly, traveling and being around so many, uh, you know, not not using my own restroom, not using my own car, um, not using you know being on a plane. And honestly, I know everybody's different, but for me, it felt awesome. Not going to lie. Like I had gotten so sick and tired of airports and I don't, I don't really ever, I I hope the day never returns that I'm doing 165 flights a year. That's way, that's crazy talk. Right. But, um, but I, I do love to get out and work with leaders of different organizations and I love to see different parts of the world. So not going to lie. It felt good to be, um, back in the airport today and to be on a plane now, maybe it felt good because the plane was like 25% full and nobody was in the seat next to me and I got upgraded because nobody was on the plane and so everything went super smoothly. So all the things that we hate about flying and traveling, delays and you know being packed in like a bunch of sardines and just all the crud of traveling I didn't ha- I haven't had to deal with today. And, um, and everywhere I went from the rental car place to the airline, I'm just going to give props to Delta. I swear they're, I, I've been doing some research on different airlines. Delta has been the, the airline I've been loyal to the last how many years. And, um, and I, I fly sometimes on other airlines enough to know I, yeah, I, that I love Delta. That's, I guess what I would say. But, um, the, the fact that they are one of the only airlines right now that still will not allow you to book the middle seat. So you're going to have at least that much space between you. And then I got upgraded to, cause first class was empty. And so they, they upgraded me to that or there weren't a ton of people up there. So they upgraded me and nobody in the seat next to me. So I had the whole row, at least on that side of the airplane. And then they're handing out wipes and sanitizer and just everything they did. I just thought was classy. And Delta's not perfect. They have irritated me so much over the years when you get a bad apple. Um, but but by and large, um, they they do it right. So that went well. And then I thought, anyway, from, from the hotel, which I'm loyal to Marriott, the, everything today has been awesome. And, and it was so good to be back in an office, like in an office space with a company uh, senior leadership team. 
And um, and so I, I love that. But that's not what I necessarily wanted to talk about. But I am going to do a shorter podcast episode tonight because because uh, I'm on the road and I've, I've got to get ready for another full day of meetings tomorrow. Um, I'm actually it's kind of so I flew up to Salt Lake City to meet with this organization that we've been working with for about the last eight, nine months. They're super fast growing, um, added something like 2000 employees, which is about probably a quarter a little over a quarter of their uh, their total employee count. They've added about that number. I think in the last two years. I might be wrong on that, but I think that's I think that's accurate. So they're they're growing like mad, and they've got a phenomenal leadership team, an incredible CEO, and um, man, do I love to work with great leaders. It's amazing what success you can you can have when you've got strong leaders, someone who's decisive and makes decisions and gets alignment with other people and involves them in those decisions and has a vision of where he or she wants to take the organization and is passionate and confident and yet humble. Um, wow, my gosh, it's like, uh, you know, my wife sometimes gets frustrated because I'm not a big foodie and she loves certain foods and desserts especially. And I just don't appreciate it as much as she does. Like, Give me a bag of chips and salsa, and I'm good. And uh, and and so I'm not that 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 picky. But man, like a a great leadership team led by an incredible leader um, that has vision and all those things I just said. And to me, it's it's like it it, it I I think I react the way my wife does when she's um, walking into an incredible dessert place. Like oh man. So um, exciting and so fulfilling. So <laughs> does that make me a, a nerd for sure? It does, but uh, oh well. Um, but I wanted what I wanted to what was on my mind um, today is, uh, in fact, it was some the closing comments actually in this session we had today with this leadership team that um, we're working with them on their culture and. Um, and where they want to go. They don't have any, they don't, they, they don't, they have an awesome culture and they're achieving by every metric. They're like achieving incredible results. And they are like COVID-19 has not slowed them down at all. In fact, in their industry and with how they were positioned as an innovator going into COVID-19, it's just accelerated their movement and it's increased, uh, it's increased their, uh, their advantage in, in their industry which is so fun again to watch too, because COVID-19 and disruptions like this, they punish people who have been putting off innovation and people who've been, who it punishes people who've been defending the status quo and organizations that haven't made the tough decisions and haven't um, innovated enough. The man, they, they've had a terrible year, right? They're really getting pummeled. And yet those that have, have been innovative and have taken risk and, um, and gr- and really try to transform themselves over the last few years. Their the, the COVID nineteen and this disruption has only accelerated their their growth. It's only accelerated their results. It's only improved their competitive advantage. And so it was fun to be with this organization today and work through that. But so th- one of the things that the leader was talking about the CEO and his closing comments to the senior team in the room, about 15 people leading this organization, about six seven thousand total employees across the United States. Um, what, uh, what he was talking about was he, he was sharing an example. We were talking about an upcoming meeting, our next meeting, um, when we're flying back into town to, to work with this leadership team. And it's going to be in about a month. 
and uh, he was giving them a preview of this intense day of feedback that we've got scheduled with the senior team. And so he was sharing an experience that he had when he worked at Amazon um, as an executive there. And when he went through this 360 feedback experience, and he it, it was like a multiple day um, intensive feedback session where it really gave him a look at himself. And he was talking about how absolutely humbling in fact, he got really emotional as he, as he was talking about the experience today, and he, he said uh, he talked about how humbling it was for him as a as a professional, and um, that he he realized that people were not seeing him the way he intended to show up as a professional, as a, as an executive. That what was in his mind and in his heart wasn't showing up for the people that he led and the people that were his colleagues. And it was, it was just, it was really humbling, I think is the right word for him. Just like, wow, I put all this effort into it and they don't see me the way that I want to be seen. And they don't, they don't define me as the person I want to be defined as. And this was several years ago and he was sharing this um, experience with this team. And I started the podcast a few minutes ago by talking about where's the last place you look if you want to see yourself clearly. And the, the answer is pretty obvious, right? The last place you look is, of course, the mirror, because you see what you want to see. Um, you see what you've always seen. You Some of us, what we see is um, a a better reflection of ourselves than is really accurate in certain ways. And others of us that are really hard on ourselves, we see a reflection that's not accurate because it's not as strong or as refined as we um, really are. Regardless, the place you want to look if you want accurate feedback is through somebody else's eyes, right? And I've talked a lot in this podcast over the over the years about the importance of feedback. And so I'm actually really excited what this leadership team is going to go through with this this unique experience we give our clients of 360 feedback. It's not just 360 feedback to give you feedback. It's it's once we've defined where we want to take the culture, once the the leadership of an organization has said, okay, when when we're looking at where we want to take this company or this team in three to five years, we want to hit these results. That's where we're going. We've got a massive gap between where we are now and where we want to take the organization. Um, once they've got that defined, then they start defining, well, what does the culture need to be? What's the culture we need if we're really going to achieve those results in three to five years? Once you've got definition around that culture, you've got language and words and phrases around that, and you've really captured what that culture is that you need in order to achieve the results, now you're in a position to analyze your senior leadership team to say, well, how are we doing? How do we each individually stack up? Are we at 80% of that desired culture? Are we at 60%, 40%? Are we, in which areas do we need more work? And nobody's at 100%, right? Everybody needs to, we need to work on this or that or whatever it might be to better reflect the culture that we're trying to have as an organization. 
And so it's, it's a really interesting process that we put our clients through. And I'm super excited to take this team through it. So I guess my message in this podcast, what I'm, what's on my mind um, at the end of this long day of traveling and that's felt so refreshing, quite honestly, I almost felt normal. Like life was almost normal, um, except for the masks we had to wear in this meeting and 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 so many other things. But it, 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 it was the closest and quote unquote normal that I felt in the business world, like actually walking in an office building. Um, of course, the parking lot was empty. And, the, and this was the first time these senior executives have been in the same room with each other since March. Um, so, you know, we're not back to normal yet, but it, it felt like we were progressing, uh, which was awesome for me. But anyway, what's on my mind at the end of this day is just the um, I, one of the things that's on my mind is the importance of feedback and how much are we seeking it? And how much are we relying on our own um, reflection, uh, looking in the mirror and thinking, yep, that's who I am as a dad or a wife or a son or a daughter or sibling or a leader or a member of this team or whatever it might be. How much are we relying on what we think is how we're showing up versus um, versus who is actually showing up? And in this next episode, the episode that I'm going to record tomorrow, I've got a full day of virtual meetings in my hotel room here. I've got like over eight hours, uh, pretty much of, of when I've got to be on zoom with clients tomorrow. So I'm going to go ahead and stay over up here in Utah and, and do this. Uh, <laughs> it's, it sounds like a rough day for me. Cause I, in fact, I was complaining to somebody today. I said, man, I, I really have to stop complaining about like first world problems. I'm literally complaining about being having to be on Zoom um, for eight hours tomorrow in a hotel room um, for these client meetings. And and as I was saying that out loud to somebody, today, I'm like, okay, seriously, that's like my life problems. I uh, I need I need a reality check on that of the things that I'm actually complaining about. But anyway, I'm going to record this episode tomorrow. In between those meetings, and what I want to talk about in the, ne- the the episode for later this week is what do you do? Okay, so once you acknowledge that the person that you see in the mirror isn't maybe the most accurate reflection of who you really are as others see you and define you, what do you do when you have those moments in life? Now, maybe you've never had them, but I have. Those moments in life when you go... I don't know if I can keep at this because there I've put so much effort and energy into trying to be the person that I want to be and, or I know I need to be and I'm just not progressing as fast as I need to. And maybe you've gotten some harsh uh, feedback and maybe you've been getting it from multiple areas of your life. And maybe it's not just harsh, but a lot of it's accurate or inaccurate. And you get to that point, and again, maybe you've never felt this way, but I've got to think that there are some of you out there listening to this who have had this experience like I have had at different times of my life when I think, can I actually keep engaged in this fight? Can I keep this up? Because I am, I have been putting forth so much effort to become the person I want to be and that I need to be personally or professionally, and I'm just not 
where I need to be. I thought I'd be further along at this stage of my life or at this moment. And I, I feel really beat up and I feel like this struggle is, it's exhausting me. If you've ever felt that, and again, I have, I want to talk about um, what's helped me in those moments. And that's what I want to talk about in the episode that's coming out later this week. So anyway, um, hope you're all doing well. Hope that you're healthy. And uh, and thanks for listening to the podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, tap on that subscribe button and uh, and you'll keep getting every episode delivered right to your phone. Sorry if this one sounds a little mellow. Sorry if the audio quality is not that great. Um, but I'm thrilled to be on the road again, um, at least uh, this time. <laughs> and we'll talk to you soon.